Hello and welcome to the Let's Talk Knicks podcast, where we talk New York Knicks basketball and other news around the NBA. I'm Jason Talbot, and with me, of course, none other than Marcus Chinqui, second quarantine podcast. Marcus, how you holding up, man? How the how the hell are you? Ah. <laughs> uh. It's been, I don't know, it's been an interesting ride. I mean, I went a little crazy last week, a little too much. I panicked sitting inside for, I think it was six straight days. No air. It was raining. It was just, uh, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't doing me good. So I escaped for a bit, came back, recharged, feeling all right now. Yeah. How you holding up? I mean, you got... Uh, you announced you announced some news. Um, I did. Yes, we it's, we got a uh, baby boy on the way. We're we're very excited. Big big news. Big news. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. So, yeah, I think everyone's gotta, pretty excited. Got to pass the torch of the Let's Talk Knicks podcast to to someone down the line. Jason so. Junior. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep this thing going for years. Uh, yeah, I mean that's. That's been the biggest news, and you know, yeah, dogs barking. He's excited. Uh, family's excited. Everyone, you know, pretty pretty jazzed up. And other than that, I'm just I'm just trying, you know, not to lose my mind in quarantine. I I, I mentioned <laughs> this to you before. I didn't think that not having sports would have this much of an effect on me. I'm I'm struggling, man. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's. <laughs> There's I didn't think it was going to be watch. this hard. There's nothing to do. Uh, I always get so excited this time of year too because you got March Madness and you got the Masters, and it's just prime sports time uh, this time of year. And to have, I mean, nothing. I mean, this. The good news is a little bit of good news. The Jordan documentary, a thirty for thirty, coming out soon now, right? They pushed the date up. April nineteenth. Yeah. So, okay. so we got something cool. to look forward to. It's funny that they keep calling it the Jordan documentary, but it's, I mean, it's the Bulls team. It's, a, it's not his. Yeah. It's going to be a 10 part 30 for 30. Am I, am I correct on that? Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's technically a 30 for 30, but it's yeah, just a 10 piece documentary. ESPN sports. Okay. okay. But like everyone was calling it the Jordan documentary. I'm like, it's it's following the it's team not, around. It's not. Am I wrong? Am I am I part of the problem? I th- you might be, because <laughs> <laughs> they said it's because the very first trailer it says that they're they were following the whole team around for the entire final season. I think because they knew they knew Phil was going to be gone and they knew Jordan was, was going to be gone, so they had a film crew mm-hmm. that just followed the team around for the whole year. So. I'm guessing it focuses Jordan, Pippen, Rodman, Phil, and just okay. I mean, that's hey, that's good enough for me. Steve Kerr's in the he's in the poster. I don't I don't know what he's yeah. got to say because you know. <laughs> I know too that you've been you've been pretty on top of the uh, the classic games. You've been watching watching yeah. quite a bit. So I, I, mean, t- I take for, a look uh, every now and then. You know, just, yeah, Knicks flicks. <laughs> Whoever did that, man, <laughs> you gotta you gotta be losing it they got it way too much time on their hands and every <laughs> single time i was like i kind of wanted to reach out and be like fix the algorithm because every single game i pick it's a game they lost like even in 95 yeah. 
Game 7. I'm like, I don't want to watch the Knicks lose to the Pacers in 95. Yeah. Jordan, 55 game. I'm like, I don't, you know, I know they lose <laughs> these games. I don't want to start watching. It's, <laughs> it's sad, but that... The truth of it is that is most of the Knicks history. Yeah, I mean, I mean, give me last uh, few decades. So give me Game Three, ninety three final, ninety three Eastern Conference Finals, give me the dunk. Yeah, you know, give me something. I watch it's the- funny to think that one of the biggest highlights is like when the Knicks played the Bobcats. I think it was like around Mellow Christmas 62. time or New Year's, or the no the the David Lee tipping. Oh yeah, I was at that game. game. <laughs> I think we talked about that's, that like early, early episodes. Like, yeah, favorite exactly, right. That's one of the most like iconic games. <laughs> it's like a David Lee. All those games, like you see Nate Robinson jumping around and stuff. I'm like, yeah. really? This is what we've... <laughs> People just go into the archives and like, really? Oh, this man. is the Nick history? Like, this is what we're holding on to? And it's funny. Think, think about how much we could use uh, a Nate Robinson right about now. Could we? Uh, I think so. Hey, I... I'd rather see him out there than Dennis Smith Jr. I mean, so. he is, yeah, I guess a better version of Dennis Smith Jr. Oh, man. So, so you know, we like to kick off every show with uh, with some with some Knicks talk, which we will. Not exactly the most exciting news, but we put out there on social media, too. In the quarantine, we've had a lot of time. So, a little later on, we're going to end the show with best kids sports movies. You know, we, we threw some... Some movies out there, classics, The Sandlot, Mighty Ducks, Rookie of the Year, Little Giants. Um, I think we got some honorable mentions. We got some honorable mentions. I'm but, sure people are wondering. It's like, oh, you forgot a couple, but we thought yeah, about the, it. The debate, we've, now we've done movies in the past. We've done Best Basketball Movie, which we gave to White Men Can't White Jump. White Men Can't Jump, yeah. And that was, we both came to that same conclusion, which... I wonder if we're going to come to the same conclusion on this one. I, I have don't a feeling think so. we might. Maybe you don't you think, think so? Okay. Uh, I think I got somehow. Mine. Okay. I, I I told you too. Mine's going to be a game time decision. I've I've committed to one. So you got one? We'll, all right. <laughs> we'll save it. Uh, but surprising, there is some NBA news. Uh, there is some Knicks news. It's the Knicks news is kind of it, it's kind of pointless. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's stuff that's it like came it came out. up there, there, a while back. Now yeah. it's just resurfacing. There were reports that players on the Knicks were getting really fed up with Julius Randle. Specifically, the thing that we've been complaining about with him on almost every single episode of this podcast of the constant holding on to the ball too long, dribbling too much, and dribbling the ball into his own knees uh, out of bounds, <laughs> pretty much. The, the, that the, spin, spin the spin move to the left. <laughs> yeah. And specifically, R.J. Barrett uh, was called out on that. And I wanted to get your thoughts on, I guess, one, something, a story like this coming out in the locker room. Does A, does it really matter? And B, is this even worth talking? I mean, we're going to talk about it, but is it even really a big deal? You know, like, I mean, I guess in, in, on one side, it could be, I wouldn't say a big deal, but it might be a deal because it makes you think whether or not they want to move forward with Julius Randle. Cause if everyone's having an issue, like it's not, everybody can see what his shortcomings are and that he's not getting any better at it. Like he's a good scorer. I think there's no denying that. And we talked about this last time. That, you know, he'll give us 
20, 25 points a game, eight to 10 rebounds, but also like four or five turnovers. And I don't know that we need to be running the offense through him. I don't know if it's like he thinks we should or, and he just doesn't listen to the coaches or what, but he's, uh, I don't know that he's helping anybody, you know, like he's a nice piece, but if you could trade the lot, a lot of talk has been coming up since yesterday that Laurie Markkinen is not happy in Chicago and what they're doing. And we talked about this last episode too, when we were like, Oh, who's a, who's a four that you would want to pick up to pair with Mitch Robinson. I was like, Oh, well, what about Laurie? He's out there. So it's like, okay, well, what would you give up to get him? And Julius Randle has next year, he'll have an expiring contract. So yep. he'll be useful to somebody. I believe it's a team option, right? Third year or is a player? I think it's, I think, the, it's I think it's a team option because he's the only yeah. one that has that had three years. Everyone else had two years two. or one. Yep. So next year would be we'd have him for next year and then he'd have the team option yeah. the year after that. So do you trade like him and one of the first round picks? For one of those guys, and I don't know, that might be a better fit when you don't have a ball-dominant big that can't really do anything with the ball. So, And I think you're just hitting it perfectly. This is the conversation that I think everyone's having of what can you get for him, how to move him, and I think that's why this story really isn't that big of a deal because I think every Nick fan knows that we should probably just move on from. You got to get rid of him. And it, we've said it. If he can just learn to control himself, he can score. He can get buckets. He can body people down low. He can rebound. Free throw shooting needs to improve. Like, but you see the flashes, but you also see that he's kind of a bonehead a little bit. He <laughs> continues to do the same thing. And I'm sure the coaches are telling him, you would think I, I don't even want to say that. I, I could be wrong on that front that the coaches are telling them. Yeah, we don't we don't just know, never what know what's going these on. These guys are actually telling them because But <laughs> you you would think after the twentieth spin move <laughs> and the ball keeps going off his ankles out of bounds and he keeps losing the ball. I mean he's cost games because of it. And it's the same move. He's not he's not doing anything different, trying something new. It never works. And so it's a story that players are getting upset about it. I didn't really need to read about that. I think (laughs) we already knew that. So, you know, stories like that. Oh, is this going to cause friction? This and that. But you can see that it's it's also like to a degree hindering Barrett's development because I feel like he should have the ball in his hands more often. He's a better ball handler. They play on the same side. So that's kind of, probably what's throwing him off is like, oh, RJ's in a groove. And then Julius is like, oh, well, I got to get mine too. And then you see the bonehead activity. And that's what, that's what we have to deal with. But yeah. And, and we talked about it last time too, where I don't, and I think we both don't think that they're just a good fit when you're putting a team together. It just doesn't seem a guy like, you know, RJ who is a good ball handler and knows how to get to the rim and is really good at that. I don't, in addition to Mitchell Robinson, I don't need another big man clogging up the middle. I want to space the floor where a guy like Markinen, I think is a much better fit, especially 
if you're going to build a team around RJ, which right now he is kind of the centerpiece that we're looking at to build around. I don't, I think we need to get another centerpiece and start building a team around hopefully someone who's better. I don't think the Knicks will have amazing success in the future if RJ is the best player on the team. So, but either way, I think I've seen enough of a sample size of Randall that what the Knicks are trying to do, I think I'm ready to say I'm I'm not going to you know, lose any sleep over over the fact that I don't, yeah, I don't think there are a lot of Randall jerseys sold this year, so no, no one's no one's gonna be out of luck yeah. if he's gone. So good poll. Do you, do you like uh, Randall on the Knicks better or Randall from This Is Us? What who, who, do, you feel, <laughs> who do you feel stronger about? Uh, big I gotta, fan. Ca- of I gotta catch up on This Is yeah. I haven't watched. I watched the first half of this season, and then I I hadn't seen yeah. one, like I missed we, like the fall finale. Yeah, we finished. Uh, we finished it a little while ago. But I hear, I hear, I hear time. things it's, are a little getting a little out of control. I don't know. It's honestly fun to just yell at the TV and make fun of the show. Um, I got the. You hear that? You hear the meowing? I got the got the cats outside. <laughs> ah, they're they're good. Oh, I'm here. <laughs> uh, speaking of animals. Horse is <laughs> it's it's another bad. topic. This is about a week ago, but you know, I've been getting a lot of texts from people too about, Oh, this is the NBA coming out. They're going to do like a horse thing. And this is so stupid. Who's going to watch this, whatever. I don't know about you, but why not? <laughs> I, I mean, I, we got no sports on, we got nothing going on. I mean, that's why you they would, can do it. Cause it's like, well, what else is there to watch? Yeah. Nothing. You want to watch James Harden against uh, Giannis playing horse? Sure. I'll I'll tune in. Not hurting anybody. <laughs> what, uh, but like, no? what are they gonna? What are they gonna do? Like, how are they gonna set up matchups and stuff? And they gotta coordinate time zones or whatever. I don't know. But... Yeah, I mean it's it's tricky, but I I try to I try to look at this through the lens of young Jason, young. <laughs> 11 year old Jason big fan of the NBA loving my Knicks right now 97 Alan Houston is just coming into his own uh I don't know was he on the team in 97 I think so yeah was he did we I think he came in yeah I think he actually came in 96 97 yeah I think he was there yeah so hey why not horse was fun still played it I I mean I, I just think it's a why not thing. You gotta you're shutting down the seasons. No one's doing anything. You you gotta pivot. So, but that's like who I, has the better court at their house? Because they got to do it from there. It's like oh, what is, is it going to be fair? What sure. if somebody only has a half court there. They can't. LeBron's probably got two full courts in his backyard, or maybe he doesn't even have a court at yeah. that whatever house he's at. Because I always see like his kid out there playing in the backyard. Is that all he sometimes has? the kind of like, you know, off the wall shots or, you know, the, you got to be careful with the rules too, because then is there going to be stuff like Giannis? Okay. You got to dunk from the free throw line or something. And it's like, Oh, okay. Well, or is it going to just be all jump shots, which isn't fun? No, you can't do that. Right. Cause you could, they uh, probably would match them up based on, you know, athletic abilities and, and stuff like that. Cause you do make a good point of like, well, you know, playing horse as a kid, you're always getting tricky. And then rules of like, okay, you got to go in two step, 
And then the lefty finger roll, you know, yeah, you just know, there's little lefty, things. Lefty, close your eyes. You swish, know, like, you know, no, just backboard. You got to, you know, a little bit of rim. You can only get one clank, you know. You, how specific are we getting here? I mean, right we do have, hands. you have the, one of the all-time commercials when they're playing horse. Uh, horse. What is it? Michael Jordan, Larry Bird. And Larry is that Bird. a McDonald's yeah. commercial or was it a it is, Nike? It is a McDonald's commercial, yeah. yeah. Over the river, off the billboard, through the window, off the wall. Nothing but net. I feel like yeah. I feel like Steph is probably going to be the one that has yeah. the most interesting shots, and, and that's where the thing comes. Like, okay, do like a windmill dunk. You know, that's where you got to start setting these rules. Of it's got to be rules that it doesn't matter your size. Um, but but that's part of horse though too. It's <laughs> it's really hard, man. I don't. You you might be onto something. This might be a little trickier than. Uh, See now, now it might be interested. I don't know. You might have. Yeah, and I got you, I can. You convinced me the other way. You know, because <laughs> if they, if they, because if yeah, they're coming up with cool stuff. You know, you got to get the. Is it like the bounce shot where you bounce it up and hit it in? But you got to call backboard if you if you're gonna do it. If they don't yeah. do it the backboard, then you get a letter. All kinds of crazy. Or rules. maybe it's like similar to boxing, where you have like weight classes. So you got certain big guys. You know, you want to see like Dwight Howard and Giannis go up against each other. But then we got like a, you know, Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine dunk horse. And then we got a Steph James Harden for shooters. So maybe, maybe we break it up and you have different horse champions. There's different horses, but you know, <laughs> why not? You got a Clydesdale. You <laughs> have... Oh, Clyde. So what, what <laughs> you sent me those Clyde are. highlights. Well, what was the Clyde talking about? <laughs> oh, his favorite cheese? cereal? <laughs> yeah. Kellogg's. <laughs> yeah, Kellogg's. And the guy's like, what are you talking about? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, okay. So are, I'm still going to give thumbs up for horse. I'm, I'm cu- cool with I'd be curious. Yeah. I'm, okay. Yeah. I'm curious to see how they would do this and if it'll be interesting over the course of what do they do, like a round every night? It's just one long thing for like three hours and we just sit and watch it. I don't know. Yeah. They'll figure it out. <laughs> Adam Silver's um, on it. And speaking of rules, NBA is getting serious right now. They got to figure out what, what to do here. A lot of talks. Is the NBA going to resume? Is it not? They don't know when. Are they going to finish the season? Playoffs? I don't know. Every day. We don't, we don't know how long this is going to last. And I don't know what the NBA is going to do. I trust Silver, but I've been hearing that there's talk that they might not be able to finish this season at all. And there could be a possibility that this season is just like canceled. Then, yeah. That's kind of weird. What does that that do to stats and all that stuff? It's just going to be the forgotten season. Yeah, the, like, the, the COVID I mean, can season. you do that? Uh, I've been thinking a lot about this, and I got some. I got some thoughts. You know, I'm a, yeah, I'm a creative guy. I'm always rule changes. You always got something just... brewing. Like, what do you got? So hear me out. We don't know when this thing is going to end, right? So here's here's my proposal. You start next season earlier. Or around the same time. We don't know when this is going to start, whenever. But whenever you're going to start the next season, probably be early fall, whenever it is. 
you might have to shorten next season, which I think is fine. We've done it before with lockouts. I think it might be a good idea to try this out anyway because, you know, a shortened season, a lot of people have been talking about 82 games is just too long. Maybe extend the playoffs. You know, Silver's always, he's got ideas. And I think this is the perfect time to try some of this stuff out. But this is what I think. You kick off next season with the playoffs from this current season. But you minimize it. And I'm, th- I'm kind of going back and forth with this a little bit. But right now, you have three teams in the East that have clinched the playoffs. You only have one team in the West. But I say, why not? Just take the top te- three teams in the East and the top three teams in the West and do best of three series. The two and three team play one another, best of three, and then they play the one seed. So you got Milwaukee and LA Lakers. They've earned it. They were the regular season champs up to that point. They have earned a shot to go to the conference finals. And then, you know, they play the winner of those, of the two, three seeds in each conference. And then they, maybe they play together at a neutral site of finals. I just, overall, I think the idea of starting a playoffs early and letting the two, however many top teams you want to choose, top three, you know, honestly, I would even say put Milwaukee against the Lakers already declare them. Hey, they won their conferences and I want to see even make it one game, make it a Super Bowl, And it's just a weird year. This is how we're going to do it because at the end of the day, you cannot just, you can cancel the rest of the season, but you have to declare a winner for the season and they got to figure that out. No matter how this ends, there has to be a team winner on the books and I don't care how you get there, but I really like this idea of enough of the season has played where we know who the best teams are in each conference. And I think in the East it's Milwaukee, it's Boston and it's Toronto And in the West, I think it's the two LA teams for sure. And I know you got the, and then you kind of have everyone else. But as of right now, I think it's the, uh, was it the Jazz? Denver's the, Denver. Denver's number two, I think. Denver's number uh, three, last time I checked. I know it was both LA teams were at the top. Um, I feel feel like LA, no, I feel like the Clippers are at number three. I don't know. So and either way, and, and it would suck. Oh, other team and all this. Oh, well, other teams didn't get in. You know what? Whatever. I think at the end of the day, you know, it's going to be probably one of those six teams. And we want to just see Milwaukee versus the Lakers in the finals anyway, or the Clippers. So, you know, okay, it could so, be the Celtics too, but. So would just, you say. Overall, the idea is kick off next season with a quick playoffs from the top seeded teams that ended this year. Because I don't think this basketball thing is coming back anytime soon. You're not going to be able to do, you know, the A-team uh, from each, each conference and, you know, do best of seven series. I just don't see how they're going to do that without, you know, removing so much of the next season and not having a break. Okay, uh, so, so would you say, because there's, there's always been talk about, like you said, shortening the season. So, like, making it like a 60-game season. Sure. So, what if... You do it that way where you have the you start the season in like September. So you have NBA, NFL, college football all going on Let's at the it. same time. Let's do then it. you take a little break and the actual season starts Christmas Day. And you yeah, run sure. it exactly. through you play just a shortened season starting Christmas Day and yeah. then that just like resets to a new season. And, and- Love that. And here's the thing. This is what I think if they, if Adam Silver does something like this, 
I think if they do a kind of new playoff version because of what's happened where there's less games or I was even thinking, do you do similar to March Madness where you have all eight teams that are now seated and it's like a one game elimination, but the top two, you know, uh, the top two seeds get buys or something. And then maybe it works up to a best of three or something and you just play it all in a neutral site. Um, Cause it'd be interesting if they did do it that way. They do it just like the one and done. Yeah. Play. And I like that too. I like that too. And that just heightens, you know, the drama and everything. You got what everyone always says. Yeah. If you had one game to play for all the yeah. beans. And and don't get me wrong. With all these teams having been off and they haven't been playing with one another, you know, there's going to be a lot of people complaining that this isn't fair. This doesn't really decide who the best team is because, you know, yeah, they haven't had any practice time. They haven't been together. You know, some players are injured. Are, are there new players that they're going to have to add to the team? Because, you know, it, it, there's just a lot of ifs. But I think it's a good test to just get one of these little tournament feels out there because yeah, it's going to be different. And I think people about... will love it. Because Silver, How he's already talking win? about having the midseason tournaments and stuff. So it's like, yeah. okay, take one, start the season that way, and just and see what Beautiful. happens. Like, uh,. I don't like even with like the taking a long time off. I mean, look at college football; they play their last game at the end of November. They don't play again until January, and they're yeah. expected to like dive right in there and play one and done. It's like I don't know. You can do it. It's it's your job. You know, it's not like yeah. they're they're all probably getting like staying staying active, staying fit. They have enough room in their houses to go run around and do whatever they want. So, yeah, you know, it's that's that's not a bad. Not a bad idea. Yeah. You might, I, you might I, be as I said, I, I just think they have to come out with a winner of this season. Someone has to be declared a winner. And as time goes by, people will get over the fact, whether it's fair or not, you know, it, it's, it's tough. You gotta, you gotta adapt, you know, life isn't fair. Welcome to life. <laughs> so, you know, hate to throw I'm going to be a dad soon. So I'm throwing out all these, you know, dadisms. As as Life's as hard. Can, get right? a helmet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're going to get nowhere in life treating your helmet like a lunchbox, kid. Um, <laughs> Kevin O'Shea. It's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. A lot, of, a lot of life lessons from these uh, sports movies, which always a good segue. We love a good segue here. You want to go right into it? I want to get right into it, man. I'm fired up now. In the heat of competition, why not? So... We were talking, we've been quarantined. We're like, what, what, what should we talk about? We're always talking about movies, this and that. No joke, I have just been really struggling without sports. And all of a sudden, I just had this urge to watch some old school sports movies. And I went to Disney Plus, Mighty Ducks. It was like, due to certain licensing rights, this will not be available until July 1st. The second one, I, I think. Like, one of them isn't on there. None of, none of, and then I was like, what the hell? I was like, oh, it's on HBO. on HBO. Yeah. So luckily got to go to HBO, watch through it. Uh, Sandlot, watch through it. Little Giants, watch through it. Rookie of the Year. So I've seen all these movies like a million <laughs> times, but it was good to go back and like, and watch them. And I, uh, you know, there's a bigger discussion here too. We kind of went back and forth of like, what makes a kid movie a kid movie? Because there's a movie called The Ladybugs that we're very big fans of. But I feel like that doesn't... Yeah, and then it's like, does that qualify as a kid's movie? But 
I think the the key to a kids movie is kids under teenage years need the to kids be are the carrying the movie. Yeah, and no parents involved or anything like that. It's just yeah, with the exception uh, of Kevin uh, Danny O'Shea. But yeah, so <laughs> I I'm pretty comfortable with those as the top four. Um, it's sad that there's no basketball uh, movies. Some people really. might like uh, a, a like Mike or like Mike. Yep, honorable uh, mention you know, for sure. I mean, Space Air Jam Bud. is a kids movie technically, but there's no kids playing. It's Michael Jordan. I I agree. Space Jam, yes, a kids movie, but it's it's not it's not the same. It's not it's not it's not real children playing sports. <laughs> yeah. That's, so, that, that's we had to get we had to have some criteria going into this. Yeah, and even if we put Space Jam in here, and you want to for basketball, move it up to the top four. I wouldn't put it in my top four. I wouldn't. I don't think I would. You know, uh, movies like Little Big League, big fan, big big fan. A uh, lot of baseball. Baseball is like the key movie, like genre of sports kids movies that there are a lot. Angels a lot in the outfield. Angels in the outfield. I watched that one. Uh, super sad. <laughs> it really is. I mean, they. <laughs> I so I, I I watched yesterday uh, while we were talking about all this. I watched. Well, I kicked things off with Ninja Turtles Two: Secret of the Use, unrelated, but still a fun watch. Yeah. And then I did watch. So I never actually. I don't know that I've never seen it, but if I did, I saw pieces years and years ago of Rookie of the Year. So I was like, okay, let me just sit back and watch it because it's there, Disney Plus. And have a look. I wanted to ask you too because Rookie of the Year is one of my favorites. Uh, I'll tell you already, it is not my number one, but I I flirted with the idea of it. I mean, you got John Candy. Uh, <laughs> there's just Daniel Stern. I, the idea the idea of a kid getting hurt, being able to play on a major league baseball team that's a pretty cool storyline. Uh, Daniel Stern. <laughs> Mark. I was getting, yeah. yeah. Daniel <laughs> Stern. Now, now, like, now Daniel you're Stern. right. Daniel Stern. Yeah. <laughs> um, classic. Uh, you heat up the ice cubes, the speech. Uh, Rowan Gar. I mean, there's just so many good moments. Rowan Chet Gardner. Stedman. I'm a huge fan, but Julie being the an cat. adult now <laughs> and seeing that for the first time, do you think you would have given it a higher grade if you would have watched it as a kid? Like you would have watched it more and more as a kid, a few times. Like, uh, you know, you know what I'm asking. You know what you know I, what I mean. I don't. I don't know. It's it's tough looking at it now, but I can get back to my eight or nine year old self when okay, it came out, fair. and <laughs> I think I just there's no. I don't think there's like a character in it that I can relate to enough. Sure. And all those other movies, they have. A lot of different characters in them. This is the one kid. If you don't really this like the main kid, the one, then yeah. his voice is all squeaky. I'm like, can we get, you know, can we have gotten someone that's like 14? His voice dropped. It's always just like, hey, it's boy, but yeah, Garrett oh, Busey out there. Yeah. I'm glad you picked up on it. The the fact that his voice cracks. The entire the movie, his voice is cracking. I'm like, <laughs> so what? good. We used to make fun of that all the time. And like, also just like how he throws. Yeah. Like, it doesn't look like he knows how to throw a baseball. <laughs> that that's something too in these movies like okay he's getting me all fired up the, so 
with our top four, that's a really good point. That rookie of the year stands out with the top four. Same with Angels in the Outfield Little Big League, where it's not about the group of kids. There's certain kids singled out where Mighty Ducks, Sandlot, Little Giants relies on the whole group. The whole group oh, yeah. it's a team game. makes the movie. So I'd say in the top, the, who, the movie that's going to get number one, we can remove rookie of the year. Fair to say? I think, yeah, I, I think I it's would. Four I thought on, you felt on strongly about I it. I actually moved it down to four. Yeah, so did I. Okay. All right. Didn't think, didn't, didn't, uh, I didn't come to that conclusion as to why, but I, I like that. I'm going to, I'm going to stick yeah, by it. And so, and on that, it's like, not, not to give away anything, but if you look at like the Sandlot, you, they show, like the kid, showing the kid how to throw a baseball. Like yeah. they know how to play. Benny can and, play. Yeah. Benny's got game. The, uh, uh, the Nunez, the heater, like <laughs> they know how to throw, they know how to swing a bat. You know, Henry doesn't look like he knew what he was doing. Yeah. So it's like that so, weird little because I guess like you know it's his arm is messed up, yeah, like his hands are tight. Yeah. But I'm like, eh, but you know? but also the premise of the movie is that he sucks at baseball, and then because of this little twitch, he can now play. Um, and that's an interesting piece to a lot of these too that I like that, which I think makes a good kids sport movies there's always the one kid that sucks but he just loves the game just wants yeah. to play and they, but they're just like i like the mighty ducks charlie's the worst player on the team but he ends up being you know yeah. like in the third one he's the captain first of all first of all charlie is not the worst player on that team that, that team that's like his that's the his whole team is we'll get into that more um yeah, he's see the, uh He's not good. Uh, I don't really agree with that. <laughs> I, I got a. He's definitely I got, not. I, got, I mean, he's not the I got best. Some beef with that. But he's pretty bad. So, for me, I mean, Carp, number man, three. No. Yeah, Carp is terrible. Aberman sucks. Aberman the whole team. Is, Goldberg sucks. is. I mean, yeah, Goldberg the whole team sucks. The That's worst <laughs> goalie. The whole team is terrible. District five. Before they got Banks, that kid, that team had no chance without Adam Banks. He saved that team. Yeah, they, they don't the get to the playoffs one. without Adam Banks. <laughs> um, so I mean, so having so, watched so the movies, how do we how do how do how do we do this? Do we want to do well, a countdown? I was going to work our way up because I have a. Do we just say that, number one? I have a feeling that our one and our our number three is probably the same mm-hmm. my number three is little giants and i almost bumped it up to the top two but th- these are all good movies and little giants watching it back i mean it's great it's you know rick moranis love it love the teams i mean all the lines in that whole movie the berminator somebody called 911 i was literally <laughs> like i was dying <laughs> it's just so good spike hot hands um Hot hands. Uh, you're the best player in our team. It's so good. <laughs> it's just, it's cruel, that movie. Uh, you know, Icebox, learning about herself, becoming a woman. She's got, she's got a big dilemma. There's, there's See, that's something of... I, I like about Little Giants is, you know, it's one of the early movies that puts, that puts a, a woman as the best player yep. on the team. Sure. A lot, of, a lot of them weren't doing that back then. And the icebox, know. Becky the icebox, and you know, like you said, she's struggling yeah. with oh, she's got a crush on the boy. Does she hold back <laughs> yeah. because she wants to impress him? Let him out the limelight, but in the end, no, yeah. she's got to come out in a skirt. She's ready to go. Um, and I'm going to say this too, with all four of these movies, especially, but the game between the Giants and the Cowboys, 
filmed great. It was a great game. I was into the game. <laughs> like they did a really good job of just putting together with these, you know, scrub kids who can't, who are, the Giants are really bad at football. Another example of just really bad, but Hey, they put it together. They, they figured out they a way to game. do it one time. Uh, it's all they one need. time. Yeah. Um, although I would, if you go back and check the replay, Spike might've gotten in for that <laughs> touchdown. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, they forward progress apparently was not a thing. Uh, during this movie, even when the, the Giants first gained a yard, he actually gained about three yards on that play and was and was pushed back. Um, those refs, check the tape. They're, they're not they're not official refs, you know. There's, they probably worked at Kevin O'Shea's uh, car dealership. Was was your number three Little Giants as well, or it was not. It, up to two? it was not. I'm so I'm trying to figure it out because I knew what my number one was. But I didn't really place the other two because, like, I knew Rookie of the Year was going to be number four. Yeah. And I knew what my number one was going to be. So you didn't really have – well, you want to go – well, it sounds like it's not Little Giants. Is that is that fair? What, or was it Little Giants three? or one? You're number one. Was it uh, Little Giants? It – well, I mean, are we jumping ahead? Yeah, well, you can go <laughs> – yeah, I, I I think so. I. I, I hate. I feel bad now. I just. I. It's. Are you it, still? It was. It was tough, you know. And I was set on saying. Little Giant says the as the number one, because there's just something that you know. What okay? Here's what as I look a for. Giants in the movie. fan too. You want yeah, but you want the underdog story, which you always have. You want the motivational speech. And you want, like, you want the... Uh, speech, yeah, halftime, sure. Yeah, you need that halftime, halftime speech. The unsung hero. The, and, they, and they come out on top. And Little Giants sure. gives me all of that. And they give it to me in spades. Like, I... I yeah, sure. I, I love that movie. And <laughs> I know what everybody else is number one, probably. And, and it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's tough. It's hard. Say it. It's Sandlot. Everyone, the Sandlot everyone is goes everybody's Sandlot. favorite sports yeah. movie. And it's like I'd have to go 1A, B, C. Like, there's... See, uh, see like, you couldn't the, commit. You, it's, you don't even sound convincing like Little Giants is your favorite. You're, because you sound I love, unsure of yourself. The Mighty Ducks holds a special place, only because I saw it yep. so many times in theaters when I was a kid. And... Yeah, I don't know. The Little Giants... And you don't play hockey. Like, I, we're I not, don't play we're, hockey. We never talk about hockey on on this podcast. So that's does that play a factor? You know, a little bit because I mean I don't play baseball either, but I know like I played it as a kid, so well very little. But those movies just well, seem to be more interesting, and that's why there's so this? many baseball movies. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you my number one, and I'm gonna tell you why, and I'm gonna see maybe if this sways your decision. And then, and then I will ask for your official number one because you sound right. like you're not, you're not too sure. But a lot of thinking. I put Little Giants number three, which I actually might like even better than my number two. But out of respect, I had to put it at number two. Sandlot's my number two, and because it is such a iconic, great movie. I mean, just we all know it. Everyone's seen it. My wife, not even into sports. Believe it or not, but she knows the Sandlot. 
Everybody does. Which is yeah, yeah everybody does. Me small and, it, and it's, it's great. got a lot of small... a lot of good one-liners. I, I believe it was uh I think it was Scorsese, but I want to say it was him, but Todd I forgot it. Was it him? That doesn't matter. But they're saying the the mark of a good movie is about the scenes you remember. It's the scenes. It's the moments in that movie that you remember. And for me, when it comes to the Mighty Ducks, that is with hands down the number one movie. And after watching it, I was so into it more than any of the other movies I was watching. And I think about my childhood of every kid knows what the Triple Deke is. <laughs> you just, we talk about Spazway like it's common knowledge. Gordon Bombay. And it's that movie's deep, too. He gets a DUI. He's drinking and driving. He has to coach this team. He's trying Minnesota to Miracle, top. man. He's going after Charlie's mom and that weird red hat. I don't, I don't know what he sees in her, but Charlie's we mom talk about is kind Gold, of a babe, but yeah. Goldberg. I mean, you got quack, quack, quack. Every kid did. We all like cake eater. I'm, I'm still calling kids cake eater nowadays. I still hear it. It comes up there. There's just so queen. We know the band queen. I you will rock. I you think I do queen songs. From the Mighty Ducks before, like, right. I think, I think Wayne's World may have come out, like, the same yeah. year, but I, you know, you remember those, the anthem songs and, of Queen because of the Mighty Ducks, yeah. Yeah, and I know that, and there's, I mean, there's good quotes in there, it's not worth winning if you can't win big, I mean, come on, man, quarter inch the other way, you would have missed completely, just <laughs> makes you think, there's, there's so many lessons, and I know we're just talking about the one movie, but you got to give it bonus points for D2 and D3. They made a trilogy out of it. It was so good. No other movie, you know, Rookie of the Year, nothing. The Sandlot, if it was so, there was a Sandlot too. There was a Sandlot. Nobody, nobody. I think it was straight really the video. It. Yeah. So the Mighty Ducks and the fact that they overcame the fact that it was a hockey movie. And if you look at the gameplay, which we were talking about too, the Giants-Cowboys game was iconic. I mean, all the baseball play in the Sandlot was great. All those kids, you know, they played. They were throwing it around the diamond. Loved it. Those kids can skate. Spazway can skate. And I'm going to tell you this, too, because I know they make fun of him because of Spazway, but it was always about finishing around the net. He could skate. He could play. He just needed a coach to help him get there. And Julius Randle, maybe you, too, just need a coach that can get you there, too. Maybe you're the Spazway of the Knicks. Maybe. I don't think so, but watch the Mighty Ducks. Maybe that inspires you. We can all be that kid. Man, that was a lot of passion. It, it, yeah, I, I just, I, when it came to me, I just, Mighty Ducks. The Ducks, man. The, they named a, a hockey team. A professional hockey team is named after this movie. So I have, uh, I have a t-shirt, a Mighty Ducks t-shirt. That's uh, like the original green and yellow. Yeah. And I was wearing it at work a few weeks ago. And the CD there, he's like, oh, yeah, Oregon Ducks, right? And I looked at him, I said, like, what? Because he was like trying to like start a conversation. With him. I was like, <laughs> no, Mighty Ducks. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, Mighty Ducks, aren't they like in Anaheim? I'm like, because I said, I said the minute I said the Minnesota Mighty Ducks. He's like, what? And he had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> So I had to stop him. I was on my way to the bathroom and just stopped. And I said, okay. They were District 5. We're in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Gordon Bombay comes in. And I give him a whole backstory to this movie that he's never seen. And it didn't even occur to me. I forgot about 
I mean, Oregon ducks and that they share the same colors. But right, right. I was like, all right. no, I was like, no, Mighty Ducks. And then they became the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. After the first one, Disney bought a team and named a team after them. And he's like, wow, this is so fascinating. I was like, it's on HBO. Go catch all three of them. Yeah. Come back tomorrow. We'll talk about it. And there was like a handful of people who didn't know the shirt. And I was wearing Jesse Hall. Wow. The one black kid on the team. I was who, like, I got to represent. Yeah. So. Who, by the way, is very underrated as as a hockey player. When it wasn't bank scoring, it was usually Jesse Hall, who is probably better than Conway. He was he, leading. He yeah, he led the flying yeah. V. Yeah. Great player. It, it, that other kid, line? that little Peter. The little kid. I don't know why that kid's even on the team. Guy's three foot nothing. Doesn't do anything. He just oh, causes problems. Yeah, <laughs> constantly causing problems. Didn't believe in Bombay. I just that kid really bothered me. Trying to play hockey in a leather jacket. It's not going to work. I mean, the Fulton slap shot. Then you look at knuckle puck. We were all. Nu- Tell me, <laughs> as a kid, you didn't take a hockey stick and hit a knuckle puck once in your life. Oh, sure did. You tried it. Yeah, I don't play hockey, but my best friend in second grade, Douglas Perkell, loved hockey. Huge Ranger fan. So yeah. whenever I go to his house. He had the little net up in the backyard and hit around. Tried that knuckle puck. It works. It's painful if it hits you. (laughs) That the Mighty Ducks had on our generation. Um, And it's because it's a good movie. And just one more thing about it. I caught something in the movie (laughs) that just cracks me up. District 5 wasn't winning any games. They tied their first game. And then Gordon, hanging with Hans back at the, the skate shop, and Hans is telling him how they still have a chance to make Ducks the playoffs. Ducks have a shot at the playoffs? <laughs> and he's like, well, only the bottom two teams don't make it to the playoffs. And the Panthers are all, have, have already been disqualified because the whole team got the measles. <laughs> and then, you, then they just keep talking. <laughs> so he's like, whoa, whoa. Especially now in our times. I'm like, you're telling me a whole team has the measles? Like, should we, can we back it up, Hans, and maybe maybe talk about this for a second? It's like, is there an outbreak in Minneapolis that we didn't talk about? For- <laughs> yeah, like, who's the last team they played? Is Are, are all the kids okay? Any, any measles uh, outbreaks in 1992 in Minneapolis? Uh, I don't know. Just a little too casual for me. Maybe it's the time we live in right now, but uh, I just I thought that was hilarious. Uh, you know, <laughs> so, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm done preaching. I gave it as much passion as I could. Uh, and well, and don't get me wrong. The Sandlot has a lot of those elements too. So many iconic scenes from going to the carnival, the fireworks, put your glove up L seven weenie, um, <laughs> baby Ruth. I mean, the movie, you know, is, is awesome too. S'more what? I haven't had anything yet. <laughs> Great. You can tell I'm passionate about these movies. Yeah. Um, And that's why, too, I give that the number two nod over. Wendy Peppercorn? Yeah. Oh, my God. Come on. So, I was. what was I watching? I think I was watching... Do you ever watch Broad City? Yeah, I I have, actually. So, there's a whole segment of that show. I was watching it the other day. And, well, I was like... They said something about uh, a Sandlot scene. Or I don't think they even referenced it, but they're doing it like scene for scene of somebody goes down and, you know, they're trying to like help him breathe and like breathing in his mouth. And then they turn to him and his, like, his eyes open and he's like, he like looks around. It's like the old man doing it. So the young girl would kiss him and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I said to Lauren, I was like, do you know what this is from? And she didn't know what I was talking about. And I was like, it's from the Sandlot. It's like the whole, like they 
pulled the whole scene from the Sandlot as a nice homage. Yeah. To uh, love a good Ilana and Abby. Yeah. Yeah. Decent show. Pretty funny. Yeah. So to regroup, <laughs> I think. Man, all right. I'm doing. I'm. I'm reshuffling. I think I gotta go. You made some convincing points. I think I gotta move Little Giants to number three. You move, yeah. And then the toss up with with uh, Sandlot and Mighty Ducks, and I gotta give it to them. I, and, I gotta give it to the Mighty Ducks. Nice. Well, I love it. You, you made moment. you made some convincing and, arguments, and we're gonna be in the minority here because a lot of people. We put a post yeah. up. Say, they Everyone Sandlot says Sandlot. It's like not even yeah. close that it's the Sandlot, but. When you when you look at it with that lens of what you remember from the movies, and I remember a lot from all of them. I remember a lot from Little Giants. Still sticks to me. Yeah. One time, think about it all the time. time. I use that when maybe, when the Giants were going the against the Patriots. Speech. That's yeah. all we did. One time, I watched. We watched it. I think we watched it like that morning. It was on TV. And like, oh, let's get pumped and watch Little Giants before that game. Giants won. And I'll tell you what I would, if you put Little Giants at two. And move Sandlot to three. I think that's totally fine too. Because that is one thing I feel like the Sandlot does lack a little bit. It's a great movie, but it doesn't have that one time. You beat Kevin down Cherry Hill. Does, does the Sandlot <laughs> really have... I mean, they have those moments, but not... It's different. It's a little more serious. Sandlot's got a little more real life to it. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's pretty big. Which is a, it's a good. Sandlot's one, heavy, man. It's so yeah. I mean, I bought and, some PF flyers after watching it. You know, I had yeah. a pair, but and, it's ooh. And Jesse Hall is in both. He and is this kid. This kid does not get enough credit. I don't know where he is today, but uh, I want to give a shout out to him because I mean, you should have been in the Little Giants. You're <laughs> too, too good for Little Giants. He might have been too. I mean, he might have been too old. He might have been too tall for that. Huh? Yeah. So, Little Giants went too. They, a lot of, you know, the same kid actors you see jump from movie to movie. Little Giants really, you know, the Berminator, he was in uh, in the Seinfeld. In the he's in a lot of weird apparently. things because yeah, he's such a goofy looking kid. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, you beat Kevin down Cherry Hill. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Dude. So good. But they, uh, so yeah, good. I think because the Ducks and you got to look at the Ducks, too. In the grander scheme that they did have three of them. Yes, the third one is the weakest of the three. D2 is probably what gets remembered the most because yeah. it had, you know, against the world. So, yeah. which didn't make it, like, they had no business winning any of these games that they, <laughs> that they played in. The Hawks <laughs> were clearly a better team. Iceland yeah. was clearly a better team. Hey, but Iceland didn't have the knuckle puck and they didn't have Julie the Cat. Um I mean, but they were all like six. Who's also in Rookie of the Year? Who you pointed out? Julie, yeah. yeah. Good looks on that. Yeah, <laughs> that was so weird. They're uh, talking about it's like, oh yeah, she's stacked, man. I'm like, <laughs> she's is she like twelve? Yeah. There, there's a lot of adult kind of stuff in uh, in Rookie of the Year. Marv funky was, butt Marv was trying to get away with something. In that <laughs> That's movie. the funniest. Funky butt loving. So <laughs> Did he just say funky butt? <laughs> like what? Uh, I remember saying that as a kid. Like you just say, it. you don't even know what, what anyone's talking about. Uh. Uh, and and Gary Busey is Jet, Chet Stedman too. John I kept Kennedy, waiting for him to be like really creepy and like a jerk, no. but he never was. Good actor. Yeah, that was in his prime, uh, right there. 
I mean, at what time? Okay, so I, I mentioned this yesterday. We're gonna, we can talk some more honorable mentions, but I I did what I watched Angels in the Outfield, and what took it away immediately for me was that little kid, uh, JP. JP. It yeah, could happen. You just want to throw him through a car window. Like I couldn't stand that kid, but it's also like, yeah, he's got these two orphans. The kid's dad just doesn't want him, and he says all the way. He's like, just kind of. Off, off, you know, says like, oh, if the angels were independent, then we can, we'll be a family. Like, he's like, that's never going to happen. Kids talking about prayer. You got, (laughs) you got the old Irish lady that's watching after him. Who's in Home Alone 2. The the pigeon lady. Maggie. Maggie. Danny Glover. Who loved Danny Glover. But then you get Tony Danza. You got the, Al lays it on this kid. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to die in six months, but he doesn't know it yet. It's like, Jesus Christ. Like, what are they doing to this kid? <laughs> oh, man. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, you see, he had yeah. to carry a lot of weight in that movie. Oh. Still fun, but, I mean, also yeah. that movie makes I, no, like, I prefer they're it. cheering for winning the division, which, is that even winning the pennant when you win your division? Yeah. When you win the pennant, yeah, you win the division. Just making sure, because they were a little too excited yeah. about and that. And that was the they, same The same thing happened with Rookie of the Year, and then they went on, I think, to... But you saw that he won the World Series. Puts, yeah, he, he has, he has the ring. It was a good ending, yeah. These guys still got to win three more series, and they're, like, jumping for joy because they won the division, but... I don't, uh, I don't think I, yeah, I, I, Tony Danza I prefer, had it I preferred uh, Little Big League over, uh, <clears throat> over Angels in the Outfield, and then... Uh, the other movie, the only Another other movie team that... owned by Disney. Which one? Uh, Anaheim, the Angels. Oh, yeah, right. There you Another go. Disney team. Uh, the, and the only other movie that I think I could think of that really gets like a, a legit honorable mention. Could you put Karate Kid in this kind of category? I mean, again, it's not... you. The elements that we like in a, a kid's sports movie, uh, you know, it doesn't really hit hit all those but well that's to say the same thing about like ladybugs because they're older they're in high school daniel larusso is pretty pretty old in that movie yeah but that one hits some has some heavy themes to it too miyagi with his dead wife yeah (laughs) Yeah. three ninjas was probably uh if you're gonna do karate i think you put three ninjas in there rocky cult tum tum yeah we were talking about that the other day that that movie randomly comes up uh that's a crazy Instant movie. Diarrhea. Basketball. Yeah. When they, they, they had to play that basketball game to get the bikes yeah. back. Kid takes off from the free throw line. Yeah. Rocky. Rocky Never loves Rocky. Emily. See, we're middle children. We 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 identified with Colt. Colt. Uh, oh, yeah. most, but he was kind of a jerk. He's the, he's the young hothead. Well, listen, man. I, I'm glad I was able to convince you of the Mighty Ducks. Uh it was hard. It was hard to choose, but then once I did it, I I never looked back. You didn't look back. And I'm gonna watch D two this week because I, I need it. I need more more ducks. <laughs> and D two is great as well. But the first one really, it has that like early '90s like darkness to it that they would never make a kids movie like that now. Like you can't have adults. Yeah like drinking beer while they're driving in the opening scene <laughs> to, to start a, uh, to start a show. So, you know what the crazy thing is about that movie, movie that I noticed the last time I watched it, I was like, he got fired because he didn't want to have them change. He didn't want to give up Adam Banks. Yeah. Like you can't do that. 
You know, <laughs> he's like, yeah. are you prepared to lose your job over some kids, some gangs? Like, are you prepared to? Like, are you yeah. prepared to fire him? He's like, yeah. Guy wants he to sue the whole company. He would own. <laughs> he'd own Ducksworth for the rest of his life. Quack, 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 well, you quack, know what? Quack. Banks Ducksworth. is a better person because of it. Yeah, he grew up, made some good friends. That those Hawks kids, man, they're bad. You news. want? Yeah. Here's a here's a fun fact. Do you know what a cake eater is? What a cake eater is? Yeah. No, what do you mean? It's like an actual insult. Yeah, it's like he's, he's like a rich kid. So right? it refers like... to kids from Edina, Minneapolis. Hmm. So it, it's a very you know inside baseball type of term, but it's supposedly it means like they have their cake and eat it too, and like they're too good for everybody. So they're like yeah. when if, when I lived so I lived in Minneapolis for a while. And I, that was one of the first things I asked people. I was like, yeah, yeah. is a cake eater like a real thing? And they're like, yeah, those kids from Edina. And in D2, when they're going around in the, in the, at halftime, oh, they're all from, from. Said, Adam Banks, Edina, so, Minnesota. I mean, so they, they were all over it, man. They had, and covered. the movie is accurate. You see, we're, <laughs> guys, we're still learning. The Mighty Ducks <laughs> is still teaching us valuable lessons, even at this age. Uh, you know what? I can't. My future, my future kid. I can't wait to sit down and watch it with them. I'm gonna, yeah, gonna want to watch together. I'll send. I'll send him a T-shirt. Uh, District Five. Oh, all right, man. Quarantine day. I don't know what day it is. I got to be honest. It doesn't even matter. Hours and days don't matter. But uh, it's always fun to do the cast. I think we got a little sunlight out, so I think I might take a little take a little walk. Why not? It's pretty right? nice out here. I think it's like over sixty yeah. degrees. Sun's up. Love it. Look at that. Well, Marcus, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Even when there's no Knicks news, we find stuff to talk about. That's, that's just what we do. That's what we do. Sorry, I've been watching a lot of Sopranos as well, so I'm, I got a little, you know, it's coming out. I do that, dude, I do that now whenever we eat I just, or just I'm eating snack. <laughs> drives the wife nuts <laughs> she hates it so fun try it out everyone try that out tonight you really it it makes you know you get the little things <laughs> uh, all right this has been episode number 35 of let's talk Knicks. don't forget to follow us on instagram at let's underscore talk underscore nicks on insta on twitter at let's talk nicks did I get that right? I think I got that right. You can yep. follow me at Jason Talbot or my man Marcus at M. Chin Kui. We'll talk to you next time.